Yo, what's up, everybody? On this episode of the Bullpen Podcast, my guest is going to be Didi Tahutu of the Bitcoin family. Super cool guy. He's going to talk to you guys about exactly when he got into crypto, exactly what led him to sell all of his belongings in order to buy into Bitcoin and what they're doing right now. Let's do it. All right. One more thing before we get to the podcast. In this podcast, The Crypto Bully, any co-host and his guests do not give financial or investment advice and encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not invest into this market what you can't afford to lose. I bet I know what you're thinking. Is this really Morgan Freeman? Well, unfortunately not. But Lyndon thought it would be a good idea to use such a soothing voice for the legal mumbo-jumbo to smooth things over. Now, let's do it. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Play ball! the bullpen podcast number nine the crypto bully wow <laughs> he makes it look so easy and that ball has left the stadium hey what's up everybody i want to welcome everyone to episode 18 of the bullpen podcast powered by ecc I'm your host, Mr. Crypto Carlton, a.k.a. The Crypto Bully. And here on this podcast, I like to get into the bullpen with some of the most influential and interesting individuals in blockchain and cryptocurrency to pick their brains about their opinions and see what they have going on in the crypto space. So today, interviewing a really, really cool guy. Um, I actually read about this guy um, on the Internet. I actually heard about him through a couple of mutual friends of mine. And I'm pretty amazed at what he's been able to do in the crypto space and, and the lifestyle that he lives. And, and I'm pretty envious. But, you know, I'll, I'll let him go ahead and tell that story. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for today, Didi Taihutu. How you doing today, man? I am doing amazing and I'm doing fine. And thank you for this warm words and this beautiful welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, man. No problem. No problem. I really appreciate you, man, taking the time just to come onto the show and uh, chat it up, man. I, I was reading about you, man, and the lifestyle you live is awesome. Really awesome. And it just, man, it, it really embodies kind of where I want to go. But just for anybody who may not be familiar with you, why don't you just tell them a little bit about, about yourself and then kind of how you got involved in a uh, cryptocurrency in the blockchain space? So it's a very long story. So I will try to keep it a little bit short. <laughs> All right, no but problem. My first uh, introduction to crypto was in 2013. And I was still running a, a two businesses and I was a very materialistic guy at that point. Um, but there was a, a guy who uh, approached me and he told me, Didi, there is something new on the market. It's called Bitcoin and you can become a millionaire of it. So at that time, I was still, uh, the only thing in life I wanted to reach is becoming a millionaire. So I listened to his story and he was like, you can come to become a millionaire and you can change the world and it's going to be a revolution. So uh, the revolution part was the most beautiful part in my ears. It sounded amazing. So I invested in my 
I'm mining Bitcoin. So I invested like 40K in, um, you know, motherboards, uh, the video cards and all the stuff. And I built those mining rigs myself. And I had all the problems with the heat and the air cons and everything. That's when I started. Um, then, of course, we had this first crash from $1,200 to $300 about. I got a bit afraid because I, I had a lot of money in it. So I wanted to break even. So I got out a part of the investment by selling a part of my uh, portfolio, so Bitcoins. And at the end of 2014, I was driving in a car and my father called me and he told me, Pidi, are you sitting? Yeah, I'm sitting. Um, I need to tell you something. I said, yeah, go ahead, Dad. And, and then he told me, that I just came from the hospital and I have one more year to live. Um, I have cancer. I already lost my mother when she was 48 years old. So my father was 60. Um, and at that point in my life, I had two companies. I had a management job in Malta. Uh, I was, in, in my opinion, I was on top of the world. But that message of my father struck me. And so in December, I decided now to hire a manager and let them do all the businesses and spend 2015 with my family, with my father, as many as time as I could. Uh, at the end of 2015, I even went living at home again with my uh, family in my, in my father's house to take care of him the last few months. And in January 2016, he died. After his, uh, that he died, I, I needed to do like, you know, this, um, uh, to do the funeral stuff and, um, the inheritance and heritage and everything. So uh, mid-2016, I had two jobs and everything and, and all the stress of my, losing my father and all the money stuff, and I got a burnout. And that was the point that I decided this is not the life I want to continue. I'm, I'm, I'm just working day in, day out. I'm running the hamster wheel like all uh, for 12 years now. I don't see my children as often as I see them. I want to be there for them and my family. So I sold my companies and I started to travel. Up to that point, I still didn't think about Bitcoin anymore because I stopped the mining. I, I started mining Doge coins. You know them? Uh, how do you pronounce it? Doggy coins or Doge coins? That's good. I don't know. The dog. I've heard dog coin, Doji coin. I've heard it all. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I, I started mining them, and but I was traveling now. And um, during these travels, people started talking to me again in, in Thailand, in Vietnam, in Cambodia, everywhere we went in Australia. Have you heard about Bitcoin? I said, yeah, I've heard about Bitcoin, but I'm not. Don't want to talk about this, man. I just lost my father. I want to spend time with my family. Up till Bali, and then a friend called me, and he was like, "Didi, do you still have your Bitcoins and your do doggy coins?" I said, "Yeah, I still have them, but I don't know where." You need to check them now. They are climbing up. I said, "No, man, I'm on the beach with my Bacardi Coke, enjoying the sunset. My children are playing on the beach. There was the perfect picture in my head. I'm not going to touch a laptop." But he was like keeping telling me, did he check them, man? Go and check them. And in the evening, I checked them. And yeah, they were going up. So at that point, I got this exciting feeling of this revolution again. You know, we are going to change this world. We are going to disrupt this total monetary system. And then I walked up to my wife and I told her, we have been enjoying life so much the last nine months of traveling two backpacks we don't have any luxury we don't have a car we don't have fancy ipads nothing the kids are so happy let's sell everything and go all in in bitcoin it's going to happen it's going up it's going to 10k was my, my thoughts at that point and then she was like yeah in, into bitcoin all in did he <laughs> how do you mean all in i said yeah all in saying i will sell my cars my motorcycle we sell our house we sell our toys bikes everything and we just go all in and we just 
keep continuing this life of minimalism, just enjoying each other on the beach. And she was shocked, of course, at first. But because we started talking and, and she agreed with me that we needed to show our kids that they could be very happy with a simple life, you know, not with all the luxury stuff. She agreed with um, going all in and she was like, yeah, let's try it. So that was what we did. I, I sold my Jeep Cherokee online. I sold my Audi Cabriolet online. I sold my motorbike online. Invested this all in Bitcoin. Then we flew home. We sold our house for Bitcoin. Partly Bitcoin, partly euros. And then we were uh, homeless. <laughs> so we needed to travel some more. And then the media got caught of the story. They were like, did you really sell your house for Bitcoin? What happened? So and then at that point, we were bombed to this um, yeah, Bitcoin family thing. And now we have been living with crypto solely on crypto for almost one and a half year, traveling all the world, not having any fiat money anymore, just crypto. And we travel and it's, it's amazing what we discovered in all over the world and all Europe, everywhere, every country, crypto is developing in such a beautiful way. It's, yeah, it's, it's just beautiful to see this as a family and enjoy life as a family in crypto style. But that was the medium version. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's if that was the medium version, that was still that was awesome. That was a lot. <laughs> that's wow. So you've been through a lot, man. Wow, just I'm gonna like taking all of that in right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's sorry, def- I talk a lot. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. No, no, that's that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> talk away, but um, man, so many. I'm sorry, so many questions come to my mind. So wow, so you literally just. I mean, you, like you said, you got into the mining. That kind of kind of died off. And then, obviously, you went through a lot of family things. Um, my, my condolences, too, for your parents, man. Um, I can only imagine what that feels like. Um, and then, basically, you, you ended up keeping the coins. Um, hadn't messed with them. Touched them in a while. And then, basically, everything started to surge back up. So, hold on. At the time when you sold all your, your house, your cars, and everything, and you bought back in, around what time frame was that? Do you know? I started buying back in around January, February, so 2017. So when I sold oh, my car, because, the, you know, you know, I had this Jeep Cherokee and everything. And my wife told me, Didi, you need to prove me that you're not this materialistic guy anymore. Because she didn't believe when I told her, I will sell my car. She was like, yeah, yeah, you are going to sell your Jeep and everything. And <laughs> man, you're the most materialistic I don't know. In Holland, we can say motherfucker on the podcast. I don't no, know. you can't. Yeah, feel free. You can curse on here. Yeah, say what you want. You're good. <laughs> so you're the most uh, most materialistic guy I ever met, man. You're not going to sell your cars. And then I sold my cars in January, February. So at that point, I think Bitcoin was around $1,200. I started investing and the house was sold uh, around October. So I think Bitcoin was around 3500 4000 at that point. I think the last Bitcoin we bought, because when we were all in with our house, we discovered that our kids had a saving plan as well. We didn't even know. Man. We, we, we paid monthly, a monthly fee to some kind of an investment company and it, they saved up money for our kids. And I think it was 12K. And, and I discovered this. And then I told my wife, man, we, we can almost buy three Bitcoins of this savings of the kids. And she was like, oh, I'll give you the savings of the kids. We can't do this. I said, yeah, we can. We can triple it. And then the kids have more savings. So we did. So we, 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 we took out the savings of the kids, invested that as well in Bitcoin. And then the last part, and this was the most expensive part of investing, this was the part around 6K, 7K. And this was my pension because I also discovered I built up some kind of a private pension fund 
So I called those guys at the pension fund and I told them, man, I, I want to get this pension out, money out of it. And they were like, yeah, but you're going to lose 40% of your uh, saved money because there are costs. I said, I don't care. I'm going to double it in a few months. And they were laughing at me, man, you're not going to double your pension fund in a few months. So I said, no, I want to get it back. So I, I lost like 40% of my pension fund and I needed to buy Bitcoins at 6, 7K. But then Bitcoin went to 15K, so I even yeah, doubled it. But to be honest, I left my pension fund in Bitcoin. So now uh, at the point and at this moment, um, uh, yeah, I'm losing on the pension fund because, yeah, it's like 3K now. Wow. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. that's I, I, my, my honest opinion, man. That's a win in my book. You said for a year and a half, you basically be living solely off crypto. You're not having to work any jobs or anything like that. And you're able to enjoy freedom which is a thing like in real freedom, which is a thing that a lot of people wish they could do, you know, to live. Yeah, this is the ultimate goal. You know, we all, all people have one goal is freedom. And for everybody, it's something else. For somebody, freedom means they have to be a millionaire and that's freedom to them. And for us, freedom is just doing every day what I want to do and being together with my family every day. So, so freedom is a, is a different thing for everybody but uh, i think the ultimate goal for everybody is freedom yeah yeah i definitely agree yeah that's definitely my goal financial freedom and to really have i have that idea um to just and i i'm really starting to love the whole minimalist thing too i have a friend of mine a good friend of mine and he he's kind of on that on that wave and kind of moving in a direction and at first i, I always kind of thought like ah oh, that sounds cool but I, I could never really do it but it's like the more I learn about other things, like I've been getting more into like fitness and meditation and stuff lately. And it's like, man, I mean, the material stuff, I mean, it, it's nice when it's used, you know, used in a way to where it's not necessarily harmful to you, I guess. But um, a lot of this stuff, you know, basically almost the best things in life are things that are what, what the world has to offer. Traveling, visiting, spending time with loved ones, uh, family, friends, stuff like that. And I could totally see why that was a really good move to make. Did you have a lot of people telling you like, oh, why are you doing that? So you're crazy for doing that. Yeah, of course. Because it, 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 beginning 2017, mid-2017, Bitcoin was still a scam. You know, to, to many people, it, it, it hadn't been in the media as much. It was still something that uh, would be a huge bubble. And, and yeah, so uh, family and friends and brothers and sisters, they all told me, did he... Um, you're you're still crazy in your head because you lost your father. You can, you're doing strange things with your life. This is not you. You are the guy that wants to be in a club with a you know with a Belvedere bottle of vodka of six liters. You're not going to live on a beach with flip flops. They all told me I was crazy, but um, I I just felt I needed to change life, and I felt that I didn't need I didn't need a Lambo or a villa. We share a lot of our profits, so. Of course, we still make it uh, because now we are this Bitcoin family thing. You make some money with it. You, you have a reach because you have some followers. And, and we, we share those profits with, for example, an orphanage house in India because they accept crypto. So they, they, on their website, you can deposit like Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, everything. So we send them cryptos. So and I know it will directly um, go to this orphanage, you know, and they they made the picture and Bitcoin family, thank you, and they sent me this back. So this is this get, this makes me and my family happy. So and this is also the reason because we are in it, of course, for our own freedom. But, but I I just want to spread this message, you know, everybody can reach the same freedom we have, and now Bitcoin is making this possible for 
many people to join this monetary system, you know, with their, with their iPhone. They, they just need a, a Bitcoin wallet on their phone and they can, you know, order something on eBay or book a flight on Expedia, you know. This is amazing. This, this, this is a revolution, in my opinion. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just beautiful to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it is a revolution. I think it's a it's it's going to yield a huge change um, to both technology and to our financial system. And I'm definitely I'm all with it. I'm all for the cause. I I feel like we really need this. This is giving people financial independence in a way that we probably never experienced, at least not in my lifetime or my parents' lifetime. And that's what I love the most about it is really really having that financial independence and and really having a choice to choose what you want to do monetarily. So you say you you if I, if I heard correctly, so you say you basically use crypto for everything. You don't use fiat at all? No, the only time we use like uh, fiat money is for example now in Thailand, we are staying in Koh Phangan and there are a few restaurants and a few uh, hotels that are really accepting uh, crypto directly. But a, a lot of fruit stands and a lot of 7-Elevens, uh, for example, they don't accept crypto yet. So we use this Wirex card to cash Thai baht. So wire, I don't know if you ever heard of Wirex. Wirex. I, don't, I, I haven't. No, nah, not personally. Okay, Wirex is like a, it's, it's a, a visa-supported debit card. So I, I, keep, I keep a part of my Bitcoins on there. And then I can spend my Bitcoins everywhere in the world where Visa is accepted. So I can go to a hotel pay with Visa, but then my Bitcoins will be uh, exchanged to yeah, Thai baht or to Euro or to American dollar, whatever country I'm visiting. But with this card, I can also go to an ATM machine and cash some Bitcoin, uh, cash some Euros. So my Bitcoins will be exchanged into Euros or Thai baht, and I can get some cash Thai bahts. So then, yeah, then we need to um, use fiat money because in countries like Thailand, so here in this village we are, I think it's a village of two, three thousand people. There are already three bars accepting uh, Bitcoin and Dash uh, and Litecoin, and two hotels. So in a small town like this, I think it's just it's already amazing that they accept Bitcoin over here on an island. Right. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. Yeah, it just goes to show you how far the reach is, how far uh, crypto is, is is hitting people, and and the potential that it has to grow even further than where it is now. I mean, it's you know a, a lot of people know about it now, but I'm like, man, there's still so much growth that can happen um, on a mass adoption scale, and that that type of stuff excites me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's really exciting to see as well because a lot of people live in a country where a lot is already possible, but people just don't know it yet. For example. For example, I, I went to Switzerland. In Switzerland, you can go to a train, train station and you have this ticket machine, you know, where you can buy your train ticket. In Switzerland, you can buy Bitcoins at the same ticket machine. So you buy a train ticket from, let's say, Switzerland, uh, the city uh, Zurich to uh, Zug. And then this machine, you can push a button, I want to buy Bitcoins. You hold your iPhone below the QR scanner you can buy Bitcoins with cash at the same machine where you buy your train ticket. And this, these kind of things, we have been traveling like eight months through Europe with a camper van, totally stickered with all Bitcoin commercial and everything so because we wanted to investigate how is Bitcoin doing in Europe. And this is just one example of the hundreds of examples we, we found out in Europe, man. It's like amazing. I, I would love to do this same trip in, in, in America. You know, I would love to start in the north of Canada and all through the North of America, middle of America, and South of America, and just 
discover how far like Bitcoin has evolved in all those parts of the country yeah? and visit all those companies and all those places where you can spend Bitcoin and, and make videos out, out of it and just show people what is possible. That's yeah, that's all. That's awesome. I, I would love to do that, to be able to go through Europe and just kind of see that experience and especially Switzerland. I guess I'm not really surprised. I've heard so much uh, great things about Switzerland. I've talked to people who live over there and the way they kind of embrace crypto is amazing. Like that's I want the U.S. to be on that level to where I could go to a train station or a bus station or or, a, or a airport and I could buy crypto the same way I could buy an airline ticket. That would be that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's like in Spain, for example, Spain and Italy, there's like a supermarket chain. This one is called Carrefour. So it is one of the biggest uh, supermarket chains around there. You can buy Bitcoins at every Carrefour in Italy and Spain. This is about more than 10,000 shops. You do your groceries, you pay your groceries at the cashier, and then you, you ask them, the cashier, can I buy for 200 bucks Bitcoins? And then she just gives you a coupon. You pay 200 bucks, you get a coupon, and you can exchange this coupon online to Bitcoins. There's a company, Bitnovo, this is, is facilitate, facilitating. This is just amazing. I can go to a grocery store and buy my Bitcoins at the grocery store. Yeah, the world is changing, man. It's going fast. Definitely. Wow. Where's one of like the most surprising places you think you've been able to like spend Bitcoin? Where you were just like, wait, what? <laughs> Rovoreto, Italy. Italy, gotcha. It's Italy. It's a small town. It's called Rovereto. This is a very historical small town, you know, with these beautiful Italian buildings and small butcher shops and all those things. Oh, nice. And there are more than 60 shops in this town that, are, that accept direct Bitcoin payment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. In this shop, I can buy my, fl- uh, my meat, my groceries, my fresh fruit, my driving license, swimming lessons. I can pay my taxes at the at the government. I can pay my bike. I can buy a motorcycle. I can I can do literally. I go to the hairdresser there. Literally everything with Bitcoin direct payments. I've made about four hours video in this town. This is like I walked into this butcher, and there was a woman standing in front of me, sixty plus years, and she was there was a sign we accept Bitcoin, and, and I asked this woman. She was like I think sixty five or something. Do you even understand how to accept Bitcoin? Because I'm, I'm still in this phase of people don't know what Bitcoin is. And she was, yeah, yeah. She opened her iPad here, scan the code, please buy our, you know, homemade jam and buy the home, the, the, those big uh, chunks of meat and everything that was hanging in this butcher store. And it's, yeah, you can pay me with Bitcoin. I'm like, wow. So if a small town in Italy can do this, and every town in the, every town in the world can do this, should be able to do it. Yep, no joke. Wow. 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 To the powers that be that run the United States of America, get like Italy, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I wish that would be so awesome if I could go down the street to the grocery store and use crypto to buy groceries. That would be like that would be like Christmas every day. Yeah, it felt I felt like a kid in a zoo or in a playground. I, I, I didn't even know how to. I was vlogging. I didn't even know how to react because I felt <laughs> goosebumps all over that I could buy stuff with Bitcoin. I, I bought myself some T-shirts. I bought, I bought literally everything there what I could buy with Bitcoin. I was so excited. 
I went into the toy store with my kids and I could pay with Bitcoins, man. It was like, yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing store uh, shop. Wow, that's super cool. Man, oh yeah, I can't, I can't wait. See, I can't wait to the day where that's like the norm and it's like we don't even have to be surprised to hear or see that. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, kind of everywhere you go, just, you know, more than likely you're not accepts Bitcoin or crypto, some type of cryptocurrency. So I look forward to that. To me, I, I, this makes sense. To me, it makes things easier, especially like in the case where you just said, like the fact that you have the YRX card and you can pretty much take that anywhere in the world and you don't have to worry the same as about, you know, like currency conversion and stuff like that. Like that, that's less of a, that's less of a headache. One thing less to worry about. And that's, I, I just think every city or every town or every district needs one motor, you know, one company that helps uh, entrepreneurs and shops to accept Bitcoin and everything and explains them how it works. And it, it, for Spain, this one was Bitnovo. In Italy, this uh, was, again, another company. And I think if, 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 if the bearish time continues uh, some, some more, these companies will pop up and then... At the end, uh, yeah, we will go into the bullish time again because then, uh, uh, you know, everything is there. Well, what I figured out then, I mean, we have never been to the uh, United States as a family. So how is it? Is there really no Bitcoin acceptance in store and everything? Or, or? Um, Not really, to be honest with you. It's definitely not like uh, like like that small town in Italy. They have a lot more. They have a lot more uh, going for themselves on the cryptocurrency front than we do. I mean, you you can find it, I guess, here and there. But like the main the main stores, mainstream, not really. You know, online you can do some online shopping with it. But as far as just like oh, go down the street to the gas station or go to the grocery store and pay crypto, not not at all. I wish that would be nice. You know, the SEC here. You know, they're still trying to figure out regulation, taxes, you know, all of that good stuff. So it's not as progressive as it is in other places, which I, in my opinion, I really hope that changes because I agree with you 100%. I think it's one of these things. I don't think this is going away. I used to be a little bit more skeptical back then as to whether cryptocurrency was going to be around or not. I, I know blockchain is going to always be around, but cryptocurrency, I was kind of, I, I didn't know. And then I think more recently, I've been like, you know what? I really don't think it's going anywhere. I think it may evolve and it may change into whatever may happen once regulation comes into play and stuff. But I don't think cryptocurrency is just going to go away. So I'm just, I'm waiting to get to that point to where we can do that, you know? And if we can't do it, I want to go to other places, like you say, like in Europe and things like that, Switzerland, Italy, to where I can experience that because I think that's the coolest shit ever. Like to be able to take that and then pretty much spend freely and not have to think about certain things. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And I'm I'm like sitting here open-minded that this is not possible in the United States of America because, um, you know, the biggest part of the story started over there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And most of the, most of the, the businesses that I see that do allow cryptocurrency for payment are generally more smaller businesses. So, um, I've seen a couple of smaller businesses that allow it and things like that, but it's not like mainstream like that. I really hope that's what I said. I really hope that changes here and they, we figure out a happy medium to where that can start to happen. Because like I said, I don't think it's going anywhere. And I think people are starting to realize that it's not going anywhere either. And then as soon as that type of thing starts to happen over there, I think that's when a lot of people over here are going to wake up. And they're going to be like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Like, this cryptocurrency thing is real. It's not as, you know, quote, unquote, speculative 
as it has to be now. Like you can actually use it practically in the real world to make things convenient. And, you know, you can use it the same way you use fiat and it'd be a lot fucking quicker than fiat, less expensive, you know, less fees. So it's just like, I just want to fucking do it already. <laughs> I want to be there. I just want to be there. I want to fast forward like five, 10 years and just be there. So uh, you want to live in the future. Yeah. This yeah. Is, this is, this is uh, funny you say this because the last, uh, for I think a few months ago, two months ago, we, we were um, recording a documentary because we were part of a, a documentary series by, made by Channel News Asia um, and Key Pictures. They made a four series documentary. Uh, people need to check it online. It's a beautiful series where they film in Venezuela, in China, Japan, and Europe about people in, in, in crypto and how they in Venezuela mining and saving people's lives. Uh, people really live uh, mining in Venezuela. So uh, th- this documentary is amazing. And we were um, we were part of this documentary, only like 10 minutes, they, but they filmed with us in, in Portugal. And then this guy was telling me, he was interviewing me, he was like, but Didi, do you realize that you're like living in this future life already? You, you're, living, you're living a decentralized life. You don't have anything anymore. Everything you own is digital. And it's crypto. So this is how the future could look in, yeah, in 10 years' time, for example. And I was like, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we are already living a futuristic life and as a family at, at the moment. Yeah, pretty much. That's what you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is, it is kind of like you're living in the future in the present. Because you're basically taking something that is still highly speculative that people feel a lot really unsure about that they don't know what's going to be there. And I feel like like inevitably, uh, I'm not going to say inevitably, eventually we're going to get to that point to where it is going to be normal. The way you live, as far as using cryptocurrency, as much as you do, is going to be more of a norm. So it pretty much is like you are living in the future. And that's why I want to travel, man. That's that's why I want to travel so bad, because I really want to experience that for myself. I really wish I could experience it here. But not yet, I guess. So, you know, I'm kind of working on that. But, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. Like, So, like, do you have plans? Do you plan on staying uh, where you're at? Do you still plan on staying in Thailand? Or do you plan on possibly moving somewhere else in the future with your family? Uh, no, we, we want to stay here for two months. Because um, the last one and a half month, we were in the Netherlands. And we uh, celebrated Christmas and everything with family and friends, of course. And then we left because it's just too cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but we want to explore the world some more. So again, we have never been to the United States and everything. So I think we want to go there once. We are still figuring out. We live day by day, so we don't have any plans. We know we are here for two months and it will be back in March in Holland because my brother is getting his first child and we don't oh, have any, nice. yeah, we don't have any parents anymore. So I'm, I'm, I want to be there for him as, as this oldest brother. And then after March, uh, we don't know yet. We, we just, see what happens you know a lot of people are contacting us and, and asking us to come over and travel do a sponsored travel uh, somewhere and, and then you know vlog in it and return maybe we do a house swap i can do a house swap with you you come to the netherlands you get my um chalet on the on the camping side and i go to your house and i discover america for there and you discover Europe from from Amsterdam. That would be awesome. You know what? That would be really cool. I would totally be down for that. Like that would be amazing. Oh, why not? Man. Why not? Everything is possible in life. That's cool. We're gonna have to talk more about that. I would 100 do that. That would be super cool. 
everything is possible. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everything does happen for a reason. Yep, I definitely believe in that. Yeah, re- yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I would love to go over there and visit. You want to come here? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find a way to make that happen. I'm I'm gonna keep that <laughs> fresh in my mind now that you said that. Now, see, now I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. That's what I'm gonna be thinking about the whole night. I'm like, oh man. But this <laughs> is exactly decentralized living. You don't need to own a house. You can share a house. You can swap a house. You can house it. You can rent one through Airbnb. You can, you know, I hope the first good crypto company will uh, pop up now that, that, that copies the Airbnb thing into a, a blockchain thing. I think there was one um, that was called B Token. I, th- I don't know even know if they still exist, but they tried it. Man, that, that would be amazing. This is decentralized living. Not owning any shit, but just using it. It's just kind of moving around. And you know what? It's it's even funny that you say that. So I'm gonna say something. A lot of people don't even know this. So I'm I'm almost kind of the same way. So I haven't worked. I, I stopped working probably about uh, I think it was like last year in July or something like that. So I haven't worked since then. All I do is crypto. I do some trading in the forex and futures, and I do my fitness stuff, and like that's it. That's all I do in this podcast. So that's pretty much all I do. And I just recently, because of all of the traveling I had been doing, the place I was living, I just let it go. I was like, why am I paying for a place that I'm never at because I'm never here? It didn't make any sense. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just let it go. I'm going to do this traveling. You know, I'm, I'm here now in Dallas because I'm taking care of my mom. She's about to have surgery and stuff like that. And then uh, before that, I was in South Carolina with a good friend of mine. I was taking care of her because she had just had surgery. After this, I want to go visit my family in St. Louis, say what's up. To, you know, I'm just kind of like bouncing all over the place. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't really feel attached to that. You know, now uh, I have two, I have two younger kids. Now, of course, you know, I, I want to see them and be able to spend time with them. So there's going to come a point to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home for a while and chill and relax. And then I'll probably give me a little place. But I feel like I'm really kind of the same way in nature. Like I'm just kind of in that same space. So for me, especially when it starts happening on a worldly level, I want to do that with crypto because I don't want to deal with the inconvenience of this currency to that currency to this currency and then switching and fees. I'm like, no, can I just take Bitcoin and just pay for everything with that shit, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this. And, and uh, if you know, I, I got really sick of the thing, of the part that if I go to an ATM machine, I can only get 250 euros a day be it, of my own money. You know? this is, I know, that's this, crazy. This is, this is crazy. I, I, I still don't understand how I could have accepted this for like 20 years of my life. And I still... Don't understand how people are still accepting this. You have like 5K on your bank account and you can only get $250 a day. This is crazy, man. This is, this is not possible. Don't accept this shit. Exactly. Like it, it is. And when you say it like that, that is true. It's like people have just been, people have literally grown up in that mindset. So to them, it's just like, it's normal. It doesn't sound weird, but it is weird. It's like, wait a minute. So you telling me how much of my own money that I can access on a daily basis that I worked for based on what? Like, that makes no fucking sense at all. Like, it's really stupid. No. And then they let me pay it for it as well. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, it makes it makes no <laughs> yeah. fucking sense. It's stupid. It really is dumb. So it's like, yeah, I think when crypto came around, when I discovered it, that really made me realize how fucking horrible, how more horrible... <laughs> our bank system is. I mean, I, I've known it was, I've, I've, I've known for a long time that it's been fucked up, but I think cryptocurrency really kind of put it in an even bigger perspective. And I was just like, like throw this shit in the trash. You know, I'd much rather have that 
that free form of currency where I could just come and go and, you know, don't have to worry about these restrictions and all that other bullshit that, you know, I'm just like, I'm tired of it. Like I shouldn't, I sh- in that aspect of my life, I don't feel like I should be controlled. Yeah. And I think a lot of people of my age and probably also of your age, they are awakening. And I think crypto is exactly at the right moment there now for those people to awake some more. Yeah. And just understand that life, it's your life. It's your money. And, um, you need to live your life every day the way you want it and not the way some you know, government or some third parties want it because it's yours. Yep, that's true. Yeah, you should be able to do with it what you want. It is yours. Yeah. You know, well, all right. So one thing I want to ask you, I'm going to ask you it, but don't answer it because you're not going to answer it. I don't want you to answer it, at least not 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 on here, which is I'm I'm so curious because I'm like, you start you say you started buying a long time ago. So I know I want to be like, yo, how much crypto do you have? But obviously don't tell me that. I don't want you to tell me that. <laughs> but um, like, how are you like you, I know you started buying early, so I know you 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 probably have a nice little portfolio of crypto and things like that. How are how has this current bear market since you know we hit the almost the twenty thousand mark and came back down? How has that affected you? I mean, has it affected you at all? Have you just been fine? Is everything still going okay? Or, you know, how is that? No, it, it has affected us, of course. You, you need to understand one thing. So we were a very normal family. So the, the change we made as a family to becoming this traveling, normal, uh, minimalistic family, yeah? and th- this was a huge change for all of us because we were, we were used to very, a very luxury life, etc. So this was a big change. On top of this change, this Bitcoin story started. Um, so we came into media and everything. So this was a, not a big change because we were not a vlogging family and all those things. And we needed to learn this. And, you know, people started to um, um, react on our stories. And we, we were being asked for documentaries. And even some company from the States asked the rights for making a movie about our story. So this was a very bad timing of happening to us because exactly at that moment, Bitcoin was stopping and we were like totally living a, 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 a roller coaster life in media and in interviews. I did more than 300 interviews in, in three, four months times. You know, people came flying from Ukraine, Australia, the America, Wall Street came, they came filming five days with us, Wall Street. So our life was on, you know, upside down. And at that point I forgot trading. And I was just enjoying life. So, of course, I, I lost also a lot of money in this beer, uh, bearish uh, drop. But I always had like 60% on my uh, hop, hardware wallet. So there, in this part, I lost a lot. And in my trading part, I didn't lose as much because I, I got out uh, at, at, a, at a decent level. I think it was uh, 12 to 14K. Um, I started selling. I started selling a little bit more. And I bought back again. So I didn't sell to US dollars, but to uh, Tether or PAX, you know, stable coins. So um, we, we didn't lose as, as much as um, many people, I think, but uh, also we lost a lot. Because this was all, that only happened because we just focused on the wrong things. We focused too much on, the, on this Bitcoin family brand and, you know, the media. So this was the reason we lost as well. Uh, but, but we don't care. You know, I have this Bitcoin tattoo on my arm and I always tell people it's all Bitcoin billionaire or it's bankrupt. Nice. We don't care. We changed lives. We wanted to change lives. We succeeded in changing lives. We are very happy as a family at this point in life. Um, and if we are a millionaire or no millionaire, uh, we just need about 2K a month to live. 
And um, so we will always survive. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. If Bitcoin crashes to zero, I will find something new. I will start working again. Something will happen which makes life easy again. Um, so, yeah. So we don't really look at, at Bitcoin as becoming millionaires or staying millionaires or whatever and people think it is. Right. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And I think what you said is one of the most important things, man. You have the brain. And that's the thing. When you have that entrepreneur brain and you have that entrepreneur spirit, nothing can really kill that. If that's really in your mind and that's really who is who you are, I mean, you can take almost anything and find a way to create uh, value out of it monetarily so you can continue to live and to do what you need to do. Um, but I don't think I don't think you're wrong at all for a decision you made, uh, the decisions you're you know, still making. It's awesome, man. I, I, I love hearing stories like this. And I just man. It's just inspiring. It really is. For me, it's inspiring. You know, I would love to do that to, like I said, just go over to Europe and travel and to be able to enjoy cryptocurrency in that extent. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's cool. You know, we can trade it and do speculative trading and make money. But it's like, I want that real world practical use. I want to be able to take this, go to a grocery store, take this, go to the DMV, you know, or take this and, and go pay taxes or something like that. You know, that's that's the type of stuff that excites me. So it is. And don't get me wrong. It's not like that every town in Europe is like this. You have to search in Europe as well, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Every country has a few towns where Bitcoin is evolving in this beautiful way. Man, that's 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 so awesome. And you, if I'm right, you have uh, three kids, correct? Yeah, three daughters, man. I'm I'm blessed with three daughters. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. That's super awesome. That's not, what, What's their uh, ages? Uh, 13, 11, and 8. 13, 11, and 8. Wow. And what, like, do, do they have a a pretty uh, strong opinion on cryptocurrency? Like, how do they feel about everything that, that's going on uh, with as far as the lifestyle you guys are living? It's, it's like we, we don't really talk too much about it with them. It's the same if we had a normal job. I don't talk about the money I make with a normal job with my kids. Uh, we let them be kids. That's awesome. But they, they, they of course, do understand now that uh, this Bitcoin label is, um, is attached to us. And, you know, it's, it's very strange that people are starting to recognize you on the street and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's really strange to me because I'm two days ago, we went to a, to a massage salon here in, in Thailand and, and there were some German people and they were laughing a little bit and then they were like, are you the guy from the television, from the documentary, from the Bitcoin? I said, yeah, can we make a selfie with you? And then, yeah, my oldest daughter w- w- was with me and they're like, and she's like, man, man, this is, uh, she was like a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> and i like, yeah, sometimes they like it right. and sometimes they hate it. You know, because people always tend now to say, to ask them the same questions. And how many Bitcoins does your dad have? How is life with Bitcoins? Even their, you know, their same age friends, they don't ask questions anymore about which uh, which shoes do you like? Or shall we go snorkeling? They always ask the first question, um, how is it to live with Bitcoins? <laughs> this is what the kids don't like about it. But on the other hand, they, they, they just do like the life you're living. They got their dad back. You know, I was always there on the Sunday to cut this meat. Right. Now they, they see me like day in, day out, and they just like it. And sometimes they hate it because then they see me too much. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm the bad dad. You know, it's just like living a family life, only traveling. But it's always the same. Kids are sometimes they are happy. Sometimes they are not happy. 
Right, of course. Yeah, that's kids, man. That's that's kind of pretty much how it is, man. Well, but they are I'm, not get, they, they are not down because Bitcoin goes down or Bitcoin goes up. That doesn't influence their happiness. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So that yeah, but for the most part, they're kids living their life, being able to enjoy their their dad and their parents being around, and that's that's awesome, man. I'm really I'm really 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 happy to hear that, man. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your family. That's amazing. That's that's something that should definitely that that's something I'm definitely striving for, man. And that's oh man, like I'm it's sitting a, here thinking about a, that. Just yeah, it's a, it's the small things. It's the small things in life is. you need you need to learn to enjoy again. And it, no, I, I it sounds cliche, but it is. And I always thought it was like ah man, those those yoga people, those those people building sand castles and yeah, do something with your life. But now I'm I'm the part, the one that's enjoying building a sand castle on the beach as well. Right, yeah, and, and I, it's like it makes me happy. It's, it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah, to spend this time with it, with it as a family. That's awesome. Stoked, stoked, man. And so, then still supporting crypto, man. I'm, I'm doing, I'm like advising in, 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 in crypto companies. I'm doing talks all over the world on conferences. You know, it's like trading, mining. It's like, it's so, it's, it's just, it feels amazing to support crypto this way. Yeah, it is. I'm sure. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, you're definitely all over the internet. I've seen it on YouTube. I know you guys have the books. You have, you know, you offer the, the the cryptocurrency, uh, the course on your website. That's that's awesome, man. That's keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I love reading about it. I love seeing it. I was looking at a couple of your videos on YouTube or your family. You guys, I think we're out. Uh, I think I saw the video where you had. Uh, I think you had caught your first shark. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing in Australia. And, and about the YouTube YouTube part, you know, we, we we were always editing our videos like till a week ago. So we made this beautiful picture up front and an intro and an outro and but this took so much time and, and we got sick of this editing part because we really are not good at editing and we don't like the editing part we just like to make those films and so a week ago we decided to say like uh, let's stop all this fake stuff you know we are a family we are a normal family and we are going to show people our life so we are making a daily vlog now so every day on youtube we, we upload like a five to ten minutes video just unedited you know yeah our kids scream yeah our kids uh, have some fights yes we make bloopers and everything but we are putting it up live like this now because people need to understand that all those you know all those happy families on youtube and instagram they are not always that happy as they as you see on those <laughs> on those images and just we decided to do this uh, normal way again and yeah, just show people uh, unedited real life we are living Man, that's awesome, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I I love it. I love, like I said, I love seeing it. I love hearing about it. I love reading about it, man. That's that's it's positive, man. It's all positivity with what you're doing. So I, I really I really love it. And you, you know, actually, one more question I want to ask you, man. I ask this to everybody that comes on the show. Man, you've already done so much, but what mark do you want to leave on the blockchain and cryptocurrency world? What mark do I want to leave? Oh, that's a difficult question. Yeah, you know, I I just want to support. Bitcoin blockchain going mainstream. And if I can do a smart bit in this, and if I can maybe start or interact with a project that uses cryptocurrency and blockchain to really support the poor, I think I would want to leave that mark so that people that use crypto to make millions share a little bit of those millions directly through the blockchain, transparent to charities and good causes. I think I would love to interact with such a, 
such a blockchain product and maybe that would be our mark you know to teach people to be to live a free life and share a little bit more of um, your wealth instead of just being greedy right no nope, i agree with you I'm, I'm with you on that one yeah definitely i want to yeah share the wealth it's enough of it <laughs> there is enough of it i guess yep, definitely man so Man, uh, again, man, I really appreciate you taking the time, man, to come onto the show and to chop it up with me. Um, for everybody who's listening, you know, when you go check out the show notes for this episode, I'm going to have the links to, you know, uh, uh, their website It's going to have their YouTube, all of the awesome stuff. So make sure you go check them out, especially the YouTube. I love watching you guys' videos, man. You guys, that's what I love about it. it it's real. It's, it's like you said, it's not fake. And I think that's important. So. Yeah, man. Again, appreciate you coming on the show. You are welcome to come back on the show whenever you want. And uh, yeah, we're going to have to talk more about this house swap. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, it's, it's, Lyndon, it's, it's possible, man. We are open to anything. Life needs to be an adventure and it needs to be full with surprises and it doesn't need to be a rat race. So we are open to everything. And, and I'm very honored to be on your show. It's it's just, again, some part of me um, supporting crypto in a oh, way. Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate it, Didi. Really do. Really appreciate it, man. So, all right, man. Well, again, man, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. And trust and believe, I will definitely be in touch. And I can't wait to get this out to the listeners so they can hear it. <laughs> amazing. All right, man. Well, you take it easy and uh, I'll be in touch. we be in touch. All Thanks right. again. All right. We'd like to thank everyone for your support here at the Bullpen Podcast all season long and look forward to having you at the next episode. We'd also like to give a special thanks to the team behind the scenes that make this show possible. Today's show notes can be found on our website at thebullpenpodcast.io forward slash post show stats. Also, don't forget to like and retweet us at one bullpen podcast. That's the number one bullpen podcast and to watch Lyndon do some exciting and probably some weird things too tune into the snapchat at the crypto bully that's at the crypto bully it's been a pleasure and see you at the next show good night everyone